Hello, magical humans. You've got Robin and Shelby here, the magical mamas. And if you're listening this today, the day that this podcast episode airs, it is Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, February 2023. <laughs> um, so obviously, there's no surprise today is the day of love and we love love okay um we want to unpack a few things about this day though that it's kind of brought up like a different way of thinking about the day um for robin and i so we've got some really cool things to discuss with you guys about uh how we're viewing this day right now um because of our self-development journey it's kind of changed a little bit I'd say. So um, this day is a big day for a lot of people. And it's a it's either a really incredible fun day or it's a really depressing day for a lot of people. So what I I love to you know think about the human brain and human experience. And the way I'm unpacking this is it's depressing for a lot of people because the day has a huge emphasis on love that you're receiving from somebody else or things that you're things that you're receiving from other people. So gifts, affirmations, love, a date night, all of these things that are coming from other people. And one way we have started thinking about this is like, could we give all of these things to ourselves? And would the day be as depressing if we weren't so caught up in that external love? So what do you think about that, Robin? Give me your, give me your stance on your Valentine's Day. I know you love love. <laughs> yeah, so I do. I love love. And love is the highest vibration. So it doesn't mean it needs to come from someone else. But any way that we can get into that vibration of love, whether it's receiving and giving to someone else or even just to give to yourself. Um, I am a hopeless romantic and I love what uh, my partner claims are Hallmark holidays. And my, my take on it is that, you know, yes, maybe in a perfect world, if everyone had, you know, perfectly balanced lives and we're spending quality time where we're really meant to spend it and where it matters the most, then we wouldn't need little reminders like even Valentine's Day to show love and appreciation for others and also for yourself. And so I, yeah, I like this idea of self-love. Like you do not need to depend on someone else to give you what you need. And when I was younger, I actually used to build up like quite an expectation on, I don't know, like birthdays or Valentine's Day or that type of thing of what I was hoping to receive or what expectations I had for the day. And then I'd be super upset when it didn't happen. But half the time, I don't know if any of you are out there kind of feeling the same thing. You'd say, oh no, I don't want anything. And then in your head, you're like, oh, secretly I'm hoping that he does X, Y, Z. Like, but mm -hmm. I've, I've actually put it out there and said, I do not want anything, but I'm yeah. actually still hoping for something. So why are we surprised when we either communicate one thing and expect another or just don't communicate at all what we want. So if we really want to receive something from someone else, why can't we just say what our expectation is mm -hmm. and in receiving that or lead by example and show them or what I like better and kind of where I think we've evolved to now is just give it to yourself. Just yeah. 
just love yourself instead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love where you're going with this. Like the whole, I mean, man, we just playing games, playing head games, being like, Oh, I'm not going to tell them that I secretly want something, but if they don't get it, then I'm going to be mad. Like, yeah, it's just a very old way of thinking. And I like, you know, that song that just came out with Miley Cyrus, I can buy my own flowers or it's called flowers. I think anyways, it's, I mean, it's trending right now for good reason. It's like, you actually can do this yourself. And I don't know, every time I'm working on myself or I'm showing myself a lot of self-love, my partner piles it on as well. Like, it's almost like I lead by example of how I want to be treated. And I treat myself that way now. And he also treats me the same way. So it's it's like that leadership, you know, that self-led way of loving yourself. Um that I think is really important. And it has not always been this way for me. I will tell you that I'm going to get more like into detail of, of that later, but like, it has not always, um, been a really easy thing to, to love myself, but I can say that I am dedicated to a, a journey, a lifelong journey of falling in love with myself. Like that is the biggest gift I can give myself is every day striving to fall in love with myself. And I ha- don't can't even count how many times I've heard that your relationship with yourself is the most important one you'll ever have and put yourself first. And I agree with that. Like I resonate with that now so much. I mean, it's not that I hadn't heard that before. I had absolutely heard that a million times before, but yeah. it's not until you're in a place of having experienced that, that you're like, Oh, okay. Yes, I get it experience. Now. It is. You have to actually like do it and, and get that. Like you have to see that that actually does work in order to, for that to even make sense in your brain. Yeah. And something yeah. that I think about is, I don't know. I like watching rom-coms and that type of thing, but in a lot of, you know, the movies and society, there's this expectation that, oh, your dream partner is going to come into your life and Mm. everything's going to be roses and sunshine and Mm. butterflies. But really, and I've, I've actually heard this a lot more recently, which I do appreciate, is that you need to be the person that you want to attract. So, I mean, we've talked about law of attraction a lot before, but what you are, you attract. And so it's no different with self-love. If you Mm -hmm. want to be treated a certain way, treat yourself that way. Set your standards higher. Set and embody boundaries for yourself and others will follow suit. And if they don't, then it's really obvious to you and then you can stand up for yourself in those situations and decide whether or not that's someone that you want to continue spending time with. But if you expect people around you to respect you, respect your boundaries, you need to do that for yourself first. You need to respect yourself first. And mm-hmm. I really do feel that we've been conditioned to seek external validation so much in our lives And then we've also been programmed to believe that people who express self-love or are confident and kind of stand in their own power and their own truth are conceited or self-absorbed or selfish, Mm -hmm. arrogant, rude, like all these labels that we put on people. Mm -hmm. And really, it's a fear of being judged for being those things if we actually do embody self-love. So I don't know. What do you think about that? 
Yeah. Oh, this is, oh my gosh, this is such a big thing because you're so right. Like the way we were conditioned growing up is be humble, be kind, be soft-spoken. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I honestly, like I freaking no, I do not want to be humble. I do not want to be soft-spoken. I, I mean, obviously there comes some work before you can get to this level, but like, I want to show from the friggin' rooftops how amazing I am. Like for nobody to hear, it doesn't even matter. You know, like I don't need anybody to hear it. It's for myself, but I'm, I don't want to hide the amazing qualities of myself just so that people, you know, think that I'm not, or just so that people don't judge me and be like, oh, that person's boastful or, um, yeah, I mean, ugh, there's so much to unpack about this. That's like a whole thing. But yeah, no, I I completely agree. Um, we also, I, I mean, this is sort of a side piece, but I wanted to touch back on the, the piece that you were talking about in the relationships. And one of my mentors um, a couple of years ago that I was working with um, taught me that everybody around us, especially our relationships are just a mirror for ourselves. So you can, it's really easy to see what you think of yourself because other people will mirror that for you. And I'll just kind of leave that like as, as it is. And I think that relates back to what we've talked about before. Like what we um, judge in others is, you know, can be something that we can reflect on for ourselves. So if we're upset that someone isn't doing something for us and treating us a certain way, or these things that we're expecting, like this external validation or to be showered in love, it's just the perfect opportunity to look at where are you not doing that for yourself? Like, where aren't you showing up for yourself in those ways? And so it's nice to put these like grand expectations on other people, but we often don't take time to reflect on whether or not we're even doing that for ourselves. And so, Mm. you know, it's just that mirror just shows you some of those places and take accountability for yourself. If, if that's not showing up or if relationships aren't going the way you want, like it's a two person thing. And so you have a role to play in that. So you do it first and then see how it mirrors back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of the things I discovered in my big journey that I've been going on is I, it's really obvious to me when I'm not feeling good inside because I go to my husband to fill those gaps for me. So I'll watch myself like almost like I'm watching a movie, like searching for compliments, wanting him to tell me I'm doing a good job. Tell me I'm a good mom. Tell me an amazing wife. Tell me how beautiful I look. I start wanting him to tell me these things. And it's like a big, like red flag in my face being Shelby, Shelby, pay attention to this. Cause you are not feeling good yourself. And then you're looking for outside validation. So it's almost like a tell it's my, it's my thing that I watch for when I'm starting to, um, try to get things from my husband. And it's like, okay, I like, it's a time to look inward because obviously I'm not feeling, uh, good about myself right now. And so then I go on to like a fill my own cup up journey. (laughs) Um, I think something that's really helpful for people to do is like, okay, what do I want from a partner? So writing out a list, like, you know, for myself, I wrote out connection, adventure, security, safety, excitement, compliments, commitment. And when you write out this list of things that you are looking for in a partner, I want you to go through them 
and ask yourself like how you do each and every one of those things for yourself. Cause that is the, the that's the biggest piece to it is, um, you know, doing these things for yourself. I have a funny story. Um, I'm, as many of you know, I'm sure I'm a Peloton freak and my, one of my favorite Peloton instructors told the story of before she got married, she went and took herself to this tattoo shop and she got a tattoo of a ring on her finger. And it was this, it was a symbol of marrying herself first. So she told her fiance at that time, I can't marry you until I marry myself first. And she went through a whole ceremony of writing herself vows and promises and uh, literally going and first dating herself and then marrying herself. She fell in love with herself before she ever could accept his hand in marriage. And I just thought, oh my gosh, that is like the coolest thing to do is to marry yourself first, fall in love with yourself first. It's so important. I love that. When you first told me that story, I just absolutely loved it because it's just taking that that one step further. But I mean, relating back to when you're hoping that your partner is going to fill your cup for you and tell you all those things that you're wanting to feel or maybe, and most of the time it's because you're feeling you're lacking in those areas. I mean, we tell ourselves stories all the time. We filter all of our experiences through our lens and our perspective, which is directly related to how we feel about ourselves at the time. So for like, have you ever received a compliment? Someone compliments you and you can either receive it openly and be like, wow, thanks. Like, and then you, you can see that in yourself as well, or where you receive a compliment and you think to yourself, oh, okay, well, she's clearly wanting something from me. What does she want? Or, ugh, they must be being sarcastic because obviously I'm not that thing that they complimented me on. So if you look at yourself and how you receive and how you receive compliments Mm -hmm. too, it's a direct reflection of your inner thoughts, what's going on. And so maybe at the time that you're hoping to really receive these external validations from other people or these compliments from other people, like you might actually be getting compliments and just either brushing them off. Like he's just saying that because he knows I'm grumpy or whatever thinks it'll tear me up, like not actually believing Mm -hmm. it. But when you're in a great mood and you're feeling good about yourself and you've done some inner work, then you're so much more open to receiving that. So Mm -hmm. I think there's something to be said about that and then using it as a, okay, like I'm feeling like I'm not being validated. So what's going on within me? And mm-hmm. I mean, Shelby and I talked about this, that self-care is kind of about doing something for yourself. Whereas self-love is being with yourself. Like mm-hmm. do you, can you fill your own cup? Are you happy when it's just you or do you need mm-hmm. some external thing to make you feel good? And so we were thinking about examples of where we practice self-love ourselves and I mean, I really think that digging into and reprogramming those limiting beliefs is a huge act of self-love, like not Mm -hmm. just letting those limiting beliefs that we have in our head of maybe I'm not enough or I'm this or that, not just run freely to actually examine that and sit with it and choose something that actually feels better, that actually resonates with you and kind of figuring out where those come from. So that's one place that I've started. What yeah. About you? Yeah, I I agree. Like 
the biggest thing that I've been doing for myself is, especially as a new mom, and I, I don't know how long I can say new mom for because she's almost a year, but um, <laughs> it's like just being kind to myself in times where I would have judged myself or times that I would have been harsh on myself is just taking that second to like stop myself in the, my tracks when I feel myself frustrated at myself at myself, 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 saying that a million times <laughs> and just taking a breath and being kind, saying something kind to myself has been like a huge um, thing that I've been doing. And also I want to tell people for who are listening to this podcast being like, oh my gosh, this seems huge. It's not always about jumping from, you know, self-hatred or whatever stage you're in to like, you got to love yourself because that might sound absolutely insane to you at this moment. And you might actually be triggered by us saying this. So what if you could just get to a place of neutral? What if you just got to a place of not self-sabotaging and not calling yourself names and really paying attention to when you're calling, oh, you're an idiot or, oh, you're fat or, oh, you're so ugly or really paying attention to the internal dialogue that's going on and just getting to a place of neutral like not even going into the other, you know, end of the spectrum where you're like filling yourself up with all of these amazing things. But what about just neut neutrality with that? Yeah, go ahead. I love that. And something mm -hmm. you've probably heard, I mean, probably all of our listeners have heard too in the past is what if you had a friend that talked to you the way that you talk to yourself? <laughs> Would you keep that friend around or not? Like, mm -hmm. so when you're, you know, mm -hmm. having those self-sabotaging thoughts or, you know, dialogue with yourself, kind of even just, like you said, taking that to a place of, of neutral and then mm -hmm. taking that as your launch pad to start working on maybe reprogramming some self-love beliefs in there and yeah. you know, being, being I, proud of things that you're, you're confident about. Yeah. I think if you can't get to a place of neutral first, then that place of self-love is like so far off in the distance. And one of the places to bring yourself to neutral is to start paying attention to that inter internal dialogue. Cause I think a lot of people, like I've worked with clients in the past and they don't even realize that they're calling themselves an idiot all the time or dumb or fat or whatever it is. They, they honestly don't even like, I'm like, pardon me, what did you just say? And they're like, what, you know, like people don't even realize uh, the things that they're calling themselves. So I think that's one of the first steps is to get really, really present when you are having those conversations with yourself and actually point out like, you know, when are those things happening for me? And can I like squish those? Like really? <laughs> and if you can't, if this is feeling also really hard, it's time to dig into a bit of self-development journey. Yeah. And you know, something that I was thinking about right before we hopped on this podcast was I was putting my daughter who's two and a half to bed and kind of our routine, our bedtime routine, she was going for her nap is, has been for years or since she was a baby, you know, saying the list of everyone who loves her, like, you know, mom loves you, dad loves you, sister loves you, whatever. And, and always, always I end with, and most importantly, you love you. And like, mm. can we just normalize self-love? And mm -hmm. and also like my kids, I, I try to do, you know, follow conscious parenting. And so I 
actually say to her, you know, thank you for setting that boundary or, you know, those type of things like normalizing self-love and setting boundaries and accepting, you know, the whole range of emotions. Most of us grew up in a society where it wasn't like that, where, you know, like we talked about self-love was seen as arrogant or like all these negative labels that we've placed on it. And so, I mean, yes, we're trying to do things differently. If we know better, we're trying to do better with our children. But it was something that just made me, I didn't even, it's not something I am even, I guess I'm conscious of it, but it's just a pattern that we do just like our self dialogue that talk that we do all the time to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like we, until you actually stop and think about it or think about it in a certain context, you forget that you even do it. And another Mm -hmm. thing that I thought about right before the podcast that I do every day with my daughter is just the I am statements. Like you are kind, you are strong, you are smart, you are thoughtful, you are helpful. Like I do that with her every day, but how many times do we not give ourselves something like that? And so one thing that I've started trying to practice a lot more, even in the last year or two is if those statements, like sometimes when you're starting to kind of move from that neutral and into that self-love place, those I am statements, if they don't feel true, it's not going to move the needle for you. Like it has to be true to move that needle for you. And so to say, I am radiant. I am confident when you're really not feeling that can be Mm. a stretch. And so something I've started doing is I am becoming. So I am becoming. So whatever that future self, whatever you envision that person, what qualities they have, but you, you feel like, you know, when you say I am, it's just you, your meter is going off that that's, that's not true try I am becoming and try Mm -hmm. embodying that. So get to that neutral place, then maybe start with I am becoming until that I am is true because it will come one day where you keep working on it and saying that I am will not feel off. It will feel perfect for you in that moment. Yeah. Oh, so good, Robin. So good. Um, One more piece I wanted to add is this piece about being brave. Um, we talk about, I mean, Robin and I talk about this all the time about how, how much bravery it takes to stand in your power, to stand in the truth of who you are and stand in your confidence as a woman. It takes a lot of bravery because of our past conditioning in the society. You know, we don't have to go into detail about that, but like little things that you can even do for yourself is wear the clothes that you want to wear get the hairstyle that you want to wear, you know, go to, go do the things that you want to do. This is, these are little ways to tell your soul that you love them, right? It's like, don't try to wear different clothes because you think that, you know, the clothes that you like aren't stylish or anyways, that's a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like really be brave in who you are. That's an act of self-love. That's, That's what I think. Absolutely. And I think that, I mean, any work that you do to overcome worthiness beliefs, that's self-love. Openly expressing and embracing our true authentic selves and setting boundaries if needed is an expression of self-love. Like the entire journey of remembering and embodying who we truly are, that is self-love. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really great um, spot to end this podcast just with list, you know, our listeners can just take some time, reflect on the practices that they wish to take in the future to cultivate their self-love. Uh, where are you in the, you know, are you on the spectrum of self-hatred? Are you in neutral or are you already starting to take on those practices of self-love? I think that's a really nice way to sort of tie this up. And one last thing that I will just touch on before we leave here is that self-love is not selfish. When you are Mm -hmm. filling your cup to a place that it is overflowing and you have Mm -hmm. more to give to those around you, that is not selfish. That is Mm -hmm. the best thing you can do. That is the best thing you can do to create a ripple effect in the life of, you know, like your family and people around you is to come from that place. So this idea that we've been programmed to believe that self-love is selfish, like I just want to throw that out Mm -hmm. the window. We do not Mm -hmm. need that anymore. And it's not serving us to feel that way or to feel guilty anytime we're taking time to work on ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so that is, that's where I, that's the last piece that I wanted to say is that it really is, it's not selfish. It is benefiting everybody in your life. Oh, the ripple effect that taking care of yourself has is like, you can't even explain it. It it's absolutely, it's been one of the biggest pieces in my juicy, amazing, incredible marriage that I have right now. And let me tell you, it hasn't always been like this, but I, I can't, say that I've ever been so in love with myself and so in love with my partner and my partner's so in love with me. Like we just have the juiciest relationship right now. And it's because both of us actually are dedicated to ourselves right now. And it's, I, the proof's in the pudding. Like I've put in a ton of work on myself and my marriage is just absolutely incredible. So it really, the shit really works. <laughs> I love the inspiration to leave everyone with. So we hope you all have yeah. a wonderful Valentine's Day. And don't forget to give yourself some self-love. Yeah, date yourself first, guys. <laughs> have a great day. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend. We'd be so grateful and appreciative if you could subscribe, rate, or leave a review so others can find us too. We believe magic exists wherever you're willing to look for it. To us, that means you can find something to be grateful for every day. Two things you can start doing right now is ask yourself, where did you find magic today? And how can you spread magic with somebody else? Thank you for listening. We are so excited to have you on this journey with us.